When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I actually do cuss a little. (laughs) Yeah, what's your favorite one? (laughs) Probably fuck. Hello, and welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. My name is Adam, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Becca and Nicole. Hi. Hi. The other day, I kind of had a freakout moment where I'm like, oh, no, I don't feel like the person that leads the episode ever introduces themselves. So I'm in my car replaying what I say when I lead an episode, (laughs) but we've always done it. So I was just like, I'm dumb. (laughs) You're not dumb. Hello, this is... Uh, wait, wait. What do you say to introduce it? Hello, welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. My name is Adam. Adam. Oh, yeah, we do. We do. We do. We nail it. Yeah. We're pros. Nail it to the wall. Anyway, our topic today, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite common house plants. I did air quotes, but you can't see that, so I don't know why <laughs> I did that. Uh, but, you know, first we got to chat, even though we've been chatting a little bit. Um and find out what's going on in each other's lives. So who wants to talk about their week first? Hmm. Crickets. Uh. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what this week entailed. Go ahead, Becky. Well, I'm looking back at, I'm like thinking in my mind back to like what I filmed this week. What have I been doing? This week went by very fast. I don't know if you guys agree, but this week for me felt really fast. Honestly, I think the concept of weeks feeling or sh- or feeling long or feeling short is so weird because for me it could have felt fast and for you it could have felt short. I'm uh long. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, anyway, oh okay, last weekend I decided to finally start sewing these little stuffed bunnies. <gasps> yes oh they're my so gosh. cute they are so freaking cute i cannot wait to um keep making more and okay so i have some friends we have some friends in the community that we know who are having babies which is exciting so that's the reason why i wanted to do this because i wanted to make them something because nicole and i found something extra cute and special at garfield park conservatory we did and we wanted to send it to them and I was like, ooh, wouldn't it be cute to have also like a little bunny? So anyway, I started that and I made three bunnies last weekend and with, with like um, some cute overalls. So that kind of consumed my brain for like three, four days. No, no, three days. And um, I just went out to the fabric store this morning to get like a little bit more fabric for like the body of the bunnies. And yeah, I'm just... I'm having fun. I'm in my stuffed animal era. Um, And I was like, I don't know. I was trying to figure out why I loved it so much. But I was thinking back to myself as a kid. And I was 
so in love with stuffed animals. Stuffed animals were everything to me. Like, I don't know if either of you were like that, but okay, Nicole's holding <laughs> Nicole up a stuffed pulls animal. Out a stuffed animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I still sleep with a teddy bear that I got for my birthday when I was really young. And I married and 25 years old. And I, I don't feel any shame about it anymore. I used to be a little embarrassed, but now I'm like, whatever. It helps me sleep. Like, why? Like, when I don't have yeah. it, I cannot sleep. Like, it takes me forever to fall asleep if I don't have it. So, Does it have a name? That's how I am with weed. <laughs> yeah, we all got our thing. We, everyone has their kinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it does have a name. Its name is Barry, and it's Barry. just a cute little. Well, it's not. It's not little. It's actually an oversized bear, so it's a little inconvenient that it's so big. But it's like a body pillow. <laughs> so, How did Daniel feel about that when you guys moved in together? About Barry, did he accept he, him? He thinks it's a little strange, honestly. Um, and I don't blame him for thinking it's a little strange. But it's not the fact that it's a bear. It's just the fact that it's something that I hug when I sleep. You know, mm-hmm. so I think that after I explained that he was a little bit like less freaked out. I mean, he wasn't freaked out. He was just like, that's interesting. I've never known someone to sleep with a teddy bear at age 20, 24. Um, we moved in together. Look, Danny, we're a package deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's me and Barry or none at all. Well, but, I'm just um, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing the um, I'm picturing the bed let's say because we have we have becca we have danny we have barry now and we have leo ann cooper that's quite (laughs) a big bed i'm hoping you have a king size yeah we do have a king size bed greatest thing ever i could never not have a king size bed because anytime we sleep in a queen it's or a full honestly it's terrible like in a king size bed he has his space and i have mine and we don't touch at all throughout the night and if we do it's like stop touching me you know yeah um but sometimes i complain about how we never cuddle and he's like but you're always hugging barry like i don't want to spoon you and barry and i'm like get over it it like (laughs) what do you want me to do like it's comfy and like if you want me to ditch barry then give me your arm to hug i need something to hug while i sleep you know so anyway i've and, like, when I was younger, I would have, like, nine stuffed animals in my bed at all times, and I would, like, rotate them so that they could sleep next to me. Like, I was afraid I would hurt their feelings if they... Yeah. <laughs> Very Toy Story. I, I feel was the that. same way. Yeah. <laughs> same way. So, I couldn't let them lay face down because I thought they would suffocate. Yeah. Like, no. Oh. You can't breathe. Oh, my gosh. Aww. Which is, like, such a cute thing to think about, like, our little kid brains, like... We just, I don't know, like, we just put life into every little thing that we touched when we're little. It's just so sweet. So this is just, I feel like Santa, and it's just so much fun. So that's basically been my life. Um, (laughs) Oh. Yeah, every time I opened up Instagram, there was, like, a new bunny, and I was like, she's really popping off with these bunnies. Like, she is just, like, nailing this down. (laughs) Yeah, I went a little nuts, not gonna lie. But, um, yeah, I have to make a few more. And, well, I don't have to, but, like, I need to make one more bunny at least. And then I had patterns for, like, a little fawn and patterns for a cat and, what else, a mouse. Oh, my gosh, they're so cute. I could, oh, my gosh, okay. 
So Okay, wait. I have a quick little story about a mouse, stuffed animal, please. really quick. So IKEA used to you know how they have those big bins of stuffed animals? Like they're massive bins and it's all the same stuffed animal. We got Mia a mouse from one of those bins, but we would go to IKEA a lot and it was like her favorite mouse. And we would always avoid the toy section because we didn't want her to see this bin full of Maisie the mouse because that's what she named her mouse. And we went to IKEA one day and she like we like zoomed past it and she glanced over and she was like oh my god there's a million Maisies and it was like the cutest thing but this mouse like she's gonna be 15 this year and she slept with this mouse up until we moved into this house and I noticed she just like put her up on the shelf and I was like Maisie hasn't left the shelf what's up with that you know because I'm like her feelings are gonna get hurt you know yeah (laughs) she's like oh she just that's where she sleeps now she just hangs out up there like i'm not gonna sleep with her anymore i'm gonna be 15 and i'm like oh my god but Maisie has to go to college she has to go to school Mm -hmm. dances like she has to do these things (laughs) okay school dances might be a stretch i don't know (laughs) in like a little backpack i think it'd be cute (laughs) maybe that's just my childhood i don't know but anyway Oh my god! See, like these little stuffed animals just have such special places in our hearts, right? Like they do. (sighs) They're so cute and special. So anyway, we have to post pictures of these on Instagram this week. Head over to our Instagram page if you want to see pictures of Barry and Maisie. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we're gonna show Barry. That's ooh, it's a little intimate. We gotta show Barry. (laughs) (laughs) Is Barry? Is he, uh, is he an ugly bear? <laughs> well, listen. See, the thing is, I thought this fairy was perfect. <laughs> I saw no flaw in him, okay? And then Daniel met Barry, and, like, my friends actually ended up coming out and telling me that, like, Barry was actually, like, really disgusting. Like, he looked really dirty. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, why? Um... And I ended up washing him, like, a couple years ago. And I was like, oh, I forgot that Barry was, like, a very light cream color. Oh. Oh. He was, like, a dirty light brown color. And, like, I washed him. And I was like, oh, I'm a little horrified by that, actually. (laughs) Give him a bath before his Instagram debut. Yeah. Well, I'll have to, like, wash him and brush him out so that he doesn't look so gross. But, like... He's so big, it just, like, makes a statement. It's, like, from my shoulder maybe to, like, my knees. He's, like, not a small bear. Wow. Um, So, yeah, like, anytime anything sexy happens, he gets shoved off the bed pretty quickly. And I'm, like, oh, God. Like, if he's ever... Don't look, Barry. Yeah, if he's ever, (laughs) like, in the bed while this is happening, I'm, like, oh, God, like, throw him off. This is so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad that I like got past my stuffed animal stage before Toy Story came out because that movie would have oh. fucked me up. Fucked yeah, because me up. like they came alive and I'm like, oh no, I ripped its eye off. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, and when I when I was young, I also read the book The Doll People. I don't know if you guys ever have ever heard of that, but Mm-mm. it's a series. It's a little Sounds series terrifying. for kids, and that that book I don't even remember the concept or like what the like troubles was that like you know what was the story I just remember that there's like little dolls and they come alive when the kids are away and they like have lives and like drama and all this stuff and I'm like wow that that really made me like also 
think that things came to life and like had feelings even more Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. But anyway, so other than the stuffed animal stuff, <laughs> I <laughs> yesterday I was outside in the sun. By the way, today it's 76 degrees. Heck yes. Um, after we finish recording, I think I'm going to go out and like finish building the corner boxes for my garden. I, the, you've seen the video already if you're listening. Um, well, maybe you haven't, so you should go watch it. But um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, also, I uh, potted all of my tomato plants, and I have Ooh. 16 tomato plants. <laughs> oh. Dang. <laughs> yeah. There's some so, tomato sauce in your future. I'm going to hope that my friend here needs a tomato plant. Because <laughs> I'm going to be like, you want two? You want three? You want four? Um <laughs> Yeah, I might have to, like, sell them. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm not going to sell them for a lot, but just so they go places. Um, but I am I definitely don't need that many, but, like, so many of them sprouted, which I'm, like, really happy about. But I repotted them um, and, like, potted them all the way up to, like, the, the base of the leaves so that they'll root in and, like, be stronger. Um, so it, I'm just really excited for the garden. Like, my seedlings worked. It worked, you guys. Like, they were successful. Yeah. They yeah. have the lights, they've got the fan on them, and, um, you know, yesterday I took them outside in the sun for a little bit so they can, I don't know, maybe start the hardening process because some of them I'm going to be planting relatively soon. And last year I planted spinach and carrots and, yeah, spinach and carrots, and I went out to the garden today and it's all growing again. Like, it looked like... Oh, really? really? Yeah, like through the winter, there was uh, leaves over them. And like they did sprout last winter when I planted them last fall. And like nothing happened. It wasn't like fast enough. Like I didn't plant them soon enough, basically. So like it froze and everything. But there was a layer of leaves on top of them. And they just didn't look significant at all. They looked really small. And then I went out yesterday to get a bag of soil. And they were like big like they looked big like my spinach that i planted is looking really big like i'm gonna i don't know when i can harvest it maybe in a few weeks to a month and like the carrots i'm like shook like i feel like i pulled out the carrots way too soon if i would have left the ones that i pulled previously they might have grown into like Mm -hmm. carrots you know wow it's so weird and i didn't account for that in my garden plants like i'm just like totally freaked out like what is this (laughs) so anyway (laughs) better to have too many than none (laughs) yeah exactly so yeah and today i'm gonna finish building the corner boxes and then um we none of mine i'm about to say we might be breaking ground on the greenhouse but i'm not even gonna say that because probably not i don't want to be like if it doesn't happen something happened (laughs) you know help (laughs) yeah the girls that know know What's the story on that, though? Like, have you gotten an update? Well, the ground is thawed out. Like, you know, it's soft again. Um, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be freezing rel- like anytime soon. So I think next weekend, I'm thinking, like, it's going to be, like, in the 60s next weekend, 61, 59 next weekend. That's, like, a pretty good temperature to be outside working so yeah. you know if all goes well i think maybe next weekend i was thinking i might want to do like the anchoring this weekend like get the base but mm-hmm. 
one of my patrons, her husband is an architect and he offered to help. So he's like making plans for me, which is really exciting. And he sent them to me. And wait, I want to send it to you guys so that you can see it. Hold on. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. If you want everybody also, don't you just love how people in this community just like really come through? It's incredible. Like an architect? Are you kidding me? I never, ever, ever thought in the world that I would ever even talk to an architect ever. Like, I'm shook. It's going to be awesome. Like the design, he came up with a design that is called a solar, solar lean-to gable or something. Anyway, it's like half gable, half lean-to because the pitch has to be really steep because of the snowfall here. So, um, anyway, to, to make sure that we can have the gable, we're having to do, I'm sorry, to make sure that we can do like lean to, we have to like, I don't know, architect stuff. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what either of those things mean. Googling gable roof right now because I don't know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Ooh, that is very cute. Right? Okay, so so that roof oh. is considered a lean-in? Um, it's like half it's it's called like a solar something. I don't remember, but it's half lean to, half gable. So just with the nature of the greenhouse, like the tall wall is facing north, so there's no point in it having like open roof because it's not really going to be bringing in any sun so um okay i wanted to do a lean-to style because of that but i love the gable look so much more than lean-to and this sort of marries the two of them because if we were to do a lean-to roof at the pitch that i need it to be it i don't think it would work like it would not work so okay he did some research about like greenhouse roofs roofs and um, <laughs> this is what he came up with. So I'm really happy with it. That's so cool. Yeah, that's so cool. So fun that you so have somebody helping too. Yeah. Yeah. All righty, Nicole. Take it away. Wait, so is, is Daniel excited to like help you build it? Like, do you think you guys will knock it out in like a couple weekends? Oh, yeah. I think in at least like one weekend we'll have all the framing. Maybe the next weekend we'll put on the the like plastic and and the fan and stuff like that i think it, i don't think it's gonna take that long honestly oh my gosh i'm so excited about it yeah it's so cool <sighs> me too me um too. okay my week has not really consisted of much of anything other than it's been really warm here too so it's been like mid 60s pretty much all week we're gonna get rain tomorrow and saturday which I have a wedding on Saturday, so I feel kind of bad. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. but I was looking, I was doing my plant shelves today. I was doing like plant chore day and I was cleaning my shelves. And when I clean my shelves, I take all of my plants off of my shelves. And I'm like, shit, I have a lot of cactus. The dogs are barking and it's picking it up. <laughs> I have a lot of cactus and I want to start bringing them outside. Like I, I'm really mm-hmm. impatient. Like I want to get them out there. And it's going to get down to like 22 degrees in the next few days. And I'm like, come on. How is that even possible when it's like almost 70 degrees outside? You know, 
Like that yeah. temperature yeah. drop is insane. So I couldn't. So I just put him back on the shelf, but I'm just really <laughs> excited for that. I'm starting to like make some plans about bringing them out and like what I'm going to bring out and what I'm going to do. Um, and I'm starting to plan some plant shopping days because I think I'm going to get some plants. Like I haven't purchased plants in a long time like every time I go out to a plant shop I usually don't get anything and I just remember feeling so great going like plant shopping and I think that this is going to be the year where I get some new plants so I have like 18 plant shops on my list to visit (laughs) isn't that crazy yeah I was looking at it I was looking at it the other day. Well, like, because people will DM me and be like, have you checked this place out yet? And I'm like, I didn't even know it existed. Like, I feel like I'm always the last to know things. Like, that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. So I started making this list like a year and a half ago. And I just haven't visited (laughs) some of these places. So I think I'm going to like, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to like check out some new plant shops. And so I don't know. It's just been kind of like an idea week. You know, like just thinking about the summer and well, the spring and the summer and like what I'm going to do with my plants. But it wouldn't be a complete week if I wasn't watching a new show. And let me tell you (laughs) about this show that I'm watching. Have you guys. okay? so you watched the the Tinder Swindler. Swindler? Yeah. Yeah. There's a new show called Bad Vegan. And you guys mm. have to watch Bad Vegan if you liked the Tinder Swindler. Is it on, it's, it's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. It literally just came out yesterday and I finished the whole the whole thing. <laughs> what's the... Love that. I love that. What's the premise? The premise is... If I say it, then you're going to know what it's about. But just know if you liked Tinder Swindler, you're going to like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that the point of a premise is to know what it's about? Okay, well, <laughs> no, there's this this crap. woman owns this elite vegan restaurant in New York City. It was like celebrity hotspot restaurant. And okay. she pretty much gets conned out of millions of dollars. Millions oh. of dollars. But oh my gosh. It leaves you thinking, like, did she know about this? Did she really know or was she really conned? Like, it's, I found myself victim shaming again, you guys. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, <laughs> what the f- is up with this chick? Like, how do you, but it's really good. It's so, it's such a wild ride. So. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been doing. That's what I spent all day yesterday doing. I got a pop-up from Netflix about that. Bad Vegan. It's like, mm-hmm. Bad Vegan is now on Netflix, so yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Hmm. I actually did more than that yesterday, though. I, re- I repotted Mia's Schefflera, Gerald, her big-ass Schefflera tree. Mm-hmm. That thing was so root-bound, it was just not even funny. And I filmed a video, and I edited two videos, and I watched four episodes of The Bad Vegan. I had a productive oh, wow. day yesterday, you guys. That is very productive. Yeah. So that was that's pretty much what my week's been like. And just really enjoying Patreon. <laughs> like I like mm-hmm. I just absolutely I, every time I log in and I see somebody else joined, I'm just like mm-hmm. 
like kid in yeah, a candy like a store. Big, it's, it's so like fun. It's like a big hug, you know? It is. It is. It's so much fun. So yeah. thank you all. If, you, if you're yeah. listening to this and you've joined our Patreon, it thank means you. a world to us. Mm-hmm. It really does. It does. It does. What about you, Adam? How was your week? My week, I wanted to let you know, both of you know, that I watched an episode of 2020 in <gasps> your honor. <gasps> you did? And honestly, like I think I, I, I told, I looked at Steve afterwards, and I was like, I think we should start watching this show. Oh wait, which <laughs> yeah. one did you watch? Did you watch last Friday's? No, I wanted to watch the Heaven's Gate one, but I actually watched the one with about Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, because I started the pod, that podcast. Um, oh, you're listening another, to the podcast. Another person that I'm like, how the hell? Have you gotten this much money out of people? Like, I don't, I, I truly don't understand. After watching Inventing Anna and this Elizabeth Holmes thing, I'm like, how did you get millions and millions of dollars from people with, like, no proof of anything? I know. Like, how do you talk your way through that? It just, it baffles me. I know. It, honestly, I'm just like, I don't even understand. Also, I must not have been paying attention, but, like, I don't remember hearing anything about this Theranos thing. Or really? Elizabeth Holmes. Like, recently I have, but, like, when it was happening, when, like, she was, like, in the publications in, like, 2015, yeah. and it was, like, this big thing. I remember the Walgreens commercials. You do? Mm-hmm. I remember I it. Not. And I remember thinking, like, oh, that's cool. Like, up finger mm. prick. Like, how awesome is that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember it. They, all those sto- like those stories those types of stories just they're so intriguing because it's just like this is it seems so blatantly apparent that <laughs> she mm-hmm. doesn't have it, it doesn't work like nobody's seen the machine but it's just one of those situations where if you get somebody to vouch for you you can you can make it like you yeah. couple people couple rich white men vouch for you you're you're in you're good you're good to go you're in it Mm. Her voice drove me nuts, though, which I know is like a very particular thing to pick apart. But I'm just like, well, you know, that wasn't her real voice. Did you get? To I the... know. Oh, OK. Yeah. She like made it up, which is even Weird. weirder. So weird. Anyway. So, yeah. But this week's kind of been like one of those weeks. I don't know. I feel like. Well, you probably have noticed because I like haven't replied to like any text messages, but it's just like. I don't know if it's because I had that plant swap on Saturday, so I had to be social for, like, an entire day. But, like, the rest <laughs> of, like, I feel like I need a week to recoup from being social. I'm yeah. just like, uh, yeah. yeah. Just not. But then, you know, the world around us is also hectic and wild. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the plant swap went really well on Saturday. It was really fun. It I was fun. a vendor, and I sold, like, half of the plants that I brought, so That's that was really exciting. Amazing. Nice. You had Congrats. a lot of plants. Your setup was cute. Thanks. It was, like, last minute, but then someone, and sorry, I can't remember who, but someone, oh, no, KSMB. I oh. don't know her, her name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Sport Utility is, is like, her new... Uh, Instagram handle anyway spork utility she was like you should do a video on the setup like that you did and I was like that's actually a good idea like I should do a video on like plant swap setup like of a table you know mm-hmm. yeah a good searchable video but yeah I uh that was all last minute so thank you for the kind words on that because I, I mean I really did like it too but I was not <laughs> yeah. expecting it to look decent looks really but, good there was quite there's a few people that came up to me at the plant swap and they were like oh i listen to your podcast which is like so baffling to me because i'm just like 
it's so sweet and like ha- like heartwarming but then on the other hand I'm like this feels weird like that you know this person like semi knows me but I don't know who they are but now that I've met them I know who they are so it's it was yeah. cool that's so parasocial cool. relationships are so weird yeah <laughs> but the swap went really well Lydia did an amazing job planning I think that if I hosted another swap again I wouldn't be a vendor at it because it kind of pulls you out of interacting because you kind of have to stand behind your table you know oh yeah you can't like walk around yeah so but steve was there to help which was so nice of him to come and he was excited and he had a good time so it was fun oh, that's it was like good. a fun planty day um but then other than that i've just been working i've been working on editing our next video for our travel channel the first video of this next the second cruise we went on oh which yeah. just kind of brings all the memories back and i'm just like oh that was <laughs> good times so I just watched like, your your last one, like your review of it, where you guys mm-hmm. were already home sipping on your drinks, and mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was like, shoot, did I miss a new one? Because like, you got a lot of videos out of that first cruise, which is awesome. Like there was like eight yeah. videos, right? Yeah, because we just did a daily vlog, and I'm like, well, should we continue doing that, or is that boring for people? But you know, we like it, so I think for now we'll just continue doing like a daily vlog. I liked it though because it was like every day was something different. Like I feel like you showed multiple activities, you talked about all the different food, you know. Like I think mm-hmm. I like lo- I loved it, but I was thinking I was like, shoot, did I miss like a new video? Because <laughs> I know you took a whole other trip. And you didn't yet, so I'm excited to see the first one. Yay! Yeah. <clears throat> For dinner, we tried escargot, which was the first time I've oh. ever tried escargot. Wait, what is escargot? Snails. Snail. Oh, snails. So what is... What is... um? Caviar? Yes. Fish, Fish eggs. eggs. Fish eggs. There we go. Okay. Ooh. No, thank yeah. you. No, thank you. It's funny because, like, when I'm looking at the footage, I, like, put that, I put it in my mouth and I just, like, swallow it as soon as I can because I'm just like, I don't want to chew it. I just, <laughs> it's, like, I don't like the texture. <laughs> Did you like it? Uh, well, it was, like, literally coated and swimming in butter and garlic, so that was delicious, but mm-hmm. no, I did not like it. We'll not, we'll not get it again. Because okay. the texture, I'm a big texture person, and yeah. it was just, like... You know, it was rubbery, but then again, like I love like deep fried clams, oh, and those yeah. are rubbery. Yeah, I like clams too. Oysters. But yeah, you know, basically that's been my week. Not much um, recouping from social stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know how you Says feel though, introvert. like with having to needing time to come off of that. I never noticed it before. I guess we don't when we're younger. Or maybe introverted people do all the time. But, like, I never noticed it when I was younger. But when we went to Becca's book signing, it was so, so fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, we were really excited. Mm -hmm. But then afterwards, when we got in the car, it was like we ran a marathon. Like, that's how I felt. You know? Like, it was like, holy crap. Like, it was so, so we were exhausted. It's a lot. It's a lot mentally to talk to that many people and, you know. Yeah. Be turned on for that long. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but it, it was really good. And it was cool to meet people who I had, had just known from online and that kind of stuff, too. And that they're local. like, And there was so many good Hoya at the swap. And I was, like, m- mostly jealous. I was like, this is <laughs> bullshit. Because when we started doing plant swaps, like... 
<laughs> there was not this caliber of plants at the plant swap, and wow. I was kind of mad about it because so I'm just like. So you didn't get to get anything. Uh, no, I bought some things from vendors and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but since I didn't, I guess I could have swapped with the plants that I brought to sell, but no one really asked me, and I didn't really initiate that. Mm-hmm. So, but like you, I haven't gotten new plants in a long time because I'm I battle with feeling very overwhelmed with the amount of plants I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, especially you know Hoya, we all buy them as small plants, and then they get turned into like giant plants, and then you're like, I have no room. Like, no room. where is this trying to go? So right. that's that's where I am mentally. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I got rid of a lot of plants over the past couple years. Well, <laughs> by get rid of, I mean they died. <laughs> They're in the trash. <laughs> so that's one way to do it. <laughs> they're like my Hoya have been taking over the space that the other plants were in because they're getting bigger. But I recently trimmed some to propagate and like sell a few more cuttings. Um, oh, that's something I did this week. I did a little online plant sale. A little. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, I sold Just... all but one, which was really good. So yeah. nice. That was fun. Hey Potted Together fam, this is Becca and I'm popping in now to let you know that we started a Patreon and we're so excited to bring you some more content in a fun new way. So head over to our show notes to check out our Patreon where we will be sharing a bonus episode, a full-on ketchup and mustard episode for you every single month and there might also be some fun extra perks in the works. That rhymed. So now that I've let you know about that, let's get back into the video. I mean, the episode. Well, like I said at the top of the episode, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite common house plants. Um, that definition, I guess, is could cover a wide array of things. But I guess in my mind, I'm just thinking any plant that you could just like go to a big box store or like your local nursery and they would have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plants that don't go out of style, you know. I feel yeah. like so many people talk, focus, put their focus on the more uncommon plants that mm-hmm. these kind of take a, you know, backseat to them. And that's not fair. Okay. So my first one is controversial to Nicole because she hates it. But I'm going to say it again. But I love spider plants. Spider plant. I think that they <laughs> are it. just gorgeous. You know I how, don't. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how, like, you see, like, these old, like, houses that have like a wraparound porch and sometimes they put like big Mm -hmm. old boston ferns in between the poles like i want that house but with spider plants in between okay okay yeah i like the ferns better but okay i see your vision (laughs) i see it it's validated mia's teacher uh has a big spider plant in the classroom and it has all these babies and she's she keeps saying that like at the end of the year she's gonna give babies to everybody and i'm just like staying in your room but i'm actually excited because i want to see what a sweet gesture and also like yeah you know we all kind of fell in love with plants when we realized you could propagate them and just have endless plants and that's like a really cool thing to to gift to kids Mm -hmm. that is really cool it is cool how a spider plant is so easily propagatable if that's even a word like that is pretty cool about that plant you know how it shoots mm-hmm. off the little babies, but still creepy, nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, they're so fun. I love them. It's timeless. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nicole, before the babies develop, they it shoots off little flowers. 
that get pollinated. Okay. Yeah, the flowers are so cute. Little white They're flowers. just like tiny little white, yeah. Okay. <laughs> not changing your mind. <laughs> that that was like the least like you're not gonna sway me. That that was very, yeah. very Don't try set. to reel me in with flowers. Okay. <laughs> Flower schmauer. Oh my gosh, that's uh, who else is with me? I'm curious to know who else is with me. Let's get some DMs rolling in here that tell me that I'm not alone on this island. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you might be well you might be i might be actually the dms are going to be like are you out of your mind (laughs) spider plants are the greatest (laughs) blocked and reported blocked and (laughs) reported When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, one of mine was syndapsis, like mm, all different kinds. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, you don't we're like having some, we're, we're having some rivalries here. <laughs> Would you consider syndapsis though a common plant? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, because there's a lot of different like variations or kinds of syndapsis, but. I have the Moonlight, which I love, which is in Lekka. Actually, both of my syndapsis are in Lekka. And I just remember somebody emailing me or DMing me when I first got into Lekka saying, you're going to regret that because syndapsis don't like Lekka. And I'm really happy. (laughs) Wait, who did that? Did I do that? No, 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 no. Oh. (laughs) No, it was someone I didn't know. Sorry if you're listening. But no, you would never do that. You'd never be like, listen, Nicole, okay? Well, I am against putting them in Lekka, though, because their roots just get so insane that I'm just they like, do. I don't even know how to handle this. You know how I handle it? I lift it up, and I just chop Snip. all the excess. That's what roots, I got to do. The roots off. You just but cut they're the roots? really, really... Yeah, I just cut them. Yeah, I've done it with a few Lekka. Like my Billy Etia, I've done that. Oof. Well, it, the thing is, is that if you go to up-pot it, if you go to up pot it, you're just going to, you have to pull all the roots through anyway, and they're going to break. So I feel like a clean cut is better. Less trauma. I don't know. That's, that's what's in my head mm-hmm. anyway. It's like when you're giving birth and instead of letting you tear, they just cut it. Mm. True. That's a, that's, that's a, that's a great analogy. I mean, I'll never know the pain, but I have had some big poops and I, let me tell you. Ouch. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing, yeah. Oops, my microphone just made a big noise. Hopefully you can cut that out, I'm sorry. Uh. (laughs) I always feel guilty when I, like, make extra noise on my, just, like, from fumbling around, because I just know it's like, oh, Oh. I'm just going to have to cut that out. No, it's okay. (laughs) I don't mind at all, because I'm constantly cutting out my, and Nicole does the same thing. We both, Yeah, I I've do. been like shuffling around a bit. I've been a little um, 
like just trying to get comfy here on the couch. I'm lounging. I was sitting on the floor, but now I'm lounging and I don't regret it, but I had to shuffle around quite a bit to get here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Yeah, okay, so synapses. The reason I don't like them is because they're gorgeous at the store, but then once they start getting leggy, I'm just like, you are so ugly. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> like, I don't love... I don't love the leggy look of plants. They can like, get leggy, yeah. Right conditions, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. I think, like, there are certain syndapsis that do really well for me, like the... What is the... Uh, the exotica and the pictus? Great. Mm-hmm. But the moonlight and others... Uh, I only know about the moonlight and, like, the dark form, like the truby eyes... I just don't know. They don't really like me that much. I'm trying, but it's been a struggle. Mm-hmm. But, like, the the classic ones that are, like, really easily found at the garden center, great. Mm-hmm. Love them. I agree with Nicole yeah. on that. I do have a jade. Is that an, uh, That's a synaptus, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. jade. Yeah, yeah, I have a jade, and it's... It has one vine that's, like, super long but, like, got really leggy and gross. And then another one grew that's, like, full lush leaves. But, again, like, I'm at the point, like, what the heck am I going to do with this plant? Like, I can't have these vines just, like, draping all over everywhere. Yeah, and it's really hard to, like, like, I thought about that, too, like, gifting those unless they're fully rooted like i wouldn't ship them and i don't even think i would ship them even if they are fully rooted just because they're you know being in the mail that long i don't know it'd be kind of hard but bring them to plant swaps i could that's right plant swaps would do the Mm -hmm. trick okay yeah syndapsis go ahead becca what's yours for me i'm gonna say the philodendron brazil that is just I love it. I love the dark green with the light green and like the neon colors, the designs. Yeah, it, was it is one pretty. Of, yeah, it was one of my first house plants and I just find it so beautiful and I don't know, I just love that like each leaf looks different. It's a great example of like variegation and a I don't know, it's just so pretty. And like I finally have another one. I bought it maybe close to a year ago and it's so happy and i just it's the greatest really lush too yeah it's like so full it's so beautiful Mm -hmm. but like all the new growth is so skinny and like not very impressive so i don't that's the thing like when you buy plants at the store they look so good and then when you bring them home they just are like no okay very good (laughs) not at all they're they're literally in like the ultimate living conditions you know yeah. or they just came from the ultimate living living conditions to the store right but they're all those are also pretty easy plants the brazil yeah yeah i mean i think i said this in my philodendron video it's a pothos with d- a different font like it's literally a pothos mm-hmm. they're so easy yeah. they do need to get like s- some good light to keep that variegation but you know honestly they're so simple just put them in a bright space and let them go nuts. Yeah. They're so pretty. Do we think that the heart leaf and the Brazil are this like the same plant? Only I the think, Brazil is very good. Uh, yeah, I think the Brazil is just like a different version. It's like a what is it? Like a hybrid? 
Okay. Yeah, because it's they're a philodendron heteraceum. I can't. Yeah, heteraceum. Oh, yeah. Or something. I had a Brazil in my office when I was back in Illinois, and it was like not even close to a window, mostly under fluorescent light, and it was thriving. So like, Ooh. good mm-hmm. plant for like an office if you don't have a ton of natural light, but you have good fluorescent lighting, you know. Mhm. Oh my gosh, I've yawned like nine times. Yeah. I'm tired too. I have a headache. I think daylight <laughs> savings has really messed me up. I forgot oh, to talk about that. That's what I wanted to talk about. I was going to see how you guys were feeling. Yeah, yeah. I'm not feeling great. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. that subconscious feeling of like something's wrong here. You know, like <laughs> what is what's wrong with today? It just feels right? weird. Like I honestly like I didn't notice. I don't know if I noticed. I don't know. But like I'm still confused about how it works. So with this one, we sprang forward. So what was four o'clock is now five o'clock. Yeah. So I've been waking up at like 745 every day, which means that I'm actually like if the time change didn't happen, am I waking up at 845 or 645? 645. 645. See, that's why I'm so tired. Oh, (laughs) my gosh. It It takes like a solid month to get over the like equilibrium that is daylight savings the spring forward always messed me up the fall back was okay but the spring forward was that was a rough transition well yeah because you miss an hour of sleep to begin with you know like that that day and it's harder i feel like it's harder for people with little kids i feel like well yeah because they don't know and they're still waking up at the regular time and it's like no 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 sweetie go back to bed it's 5 a.m you know but yeah um even but what what affects me is not so much the morning it's the the evening it's like Mm. i'm waiting i'm it's like five o'clock and it's still full daylight and i'm just like wait why is like i'm i lose track of time Mm -hmm. because i'm so used to like basing the time off of the sunset and like oh okay it's 4 30 sun's going down you know yeah and now it's not setting until like six it's really weird i just find it so i don't know i guess in some places it's necessary because i was seeing this post about how like it should be taken away i mean i think every single time it happens there's people who are like we don't need this anymore this is like archaic blah 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 but then someone (laughs) was like okay well kids are gonna have to wake up in the dark and go to school if we don't do the time change like they'd be walking to school in the dark and blah 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 so like i just don't know at this point like is it necessary like what's the point Um, i mean they are trying to do away with it it went through the senate yeah they're really with like a hundred percent votes really yeah Yeah, so i think but i read an article that for sure yeah some states got rid of it but now it's a federal thing so like the senate passed it it goes to the house if it passes the house and it goes to biden's desk and it's a law like it's going it's you wow. know it started it started because but, of farming right yeah well it yes and no but yeah it started during farming and also to give people longer daylight hours in the warmer months okay so but if it, it gets abolished or if they stop it I think we'll forever be two hours apart because 
We will. It's you guys will stay in like the spring, oh. fo- which I was like, I don't love that because I kind of love them. We're just an hour apart, you know. Yeah, and it's a lot easier. When my mom lived in Arizona, it was always really hard because, you know, I would be up at like eight a.m., but it's only six o'clock there, and she's not awake yet. So like, I'd have to if I had something to say, I'd have to wait to text her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It, Patience listen, is a virtue. It was, it was drama. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. It was just annoying. But, but yeah, for the northern parts of the northern hemisphere, like it is, yeah, I think that they, I read an article that they did away with this in like the 70s or something, and then they immediately stopped doing it because they're like, wait a minute, this was actually like, we should mm-hmm. still have this because of that thing. Like kids were, kids would have to wake up and go to school in complete darkness. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't notice that much here because we're, we're getting closer to, like, the equator. But the northern mm-hmm. parts of the states, United yeah. States, would really... Yeah, they know. would be feeling it. I don't know. It's it's weird, like, living my whole life never doing this and then now having to do it because it's, like... I don't know. Again, I guess because Arizona is closer to the equator, it doesn't really affect us at all. Like, days always... Like, it seemed like the days would end faster, like, in the winter, obviously. But it really wasn't that big of a change. Yeah. But, like, I know, like, in Montana in the summertime, it'll be light until, like, 10 or 11 p.m. Yeah. So, like, Which is I can imagine it's dark for a long time in the winter, too. So, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. There's a girl um, I talked to in Canada, and she posts pictures where it's, like, literally bright at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'm like, what? That's wild. It's so weird to think about. And it, it is a little hard in the morning right now, too, because when we were waking up before like we we leave the house at like seven fifteen, but like when you were here becca when we were leaving it was already bright out but now yeah. we're leaving and it is still dark like it's like mm-hmm. which is weird yeah. i don't know that was a that was way off topic ranting but sorry yeah, i brought it up <laughs> yeah that's why that's i'm okay. a bit like i just feel very sleepy <laughs> Yeah. 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 If we start hearing snoring, I'm going to leave it in. Oh, yeah. Let me just quickly fall asleep. Like, that would happen. Oh, yeah. If we see her go grab Barry, we know it's it's, it's it's business time. We can hear it with that picture. I I have already migrated to the couch. So, I mean. (laughs) I have a picture that I took of Becca sleeping. Do we ever post that picture? <laughs> I think we did. I don't uh, remember. Did you? We I fell asleep watching Burlesque. We all should have just gone to bed, though. We were like, should we watch a yeah. movie? Like, we all this wanted to go to want bed, to but none of us said end. anything. <laughs> I know. I uh, looked over at you, and I was like, perfect. Ready to go to bed, Adam? He's like, yeah. I'm actually really tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <sighs> yeah. Like, honestly, like, the, the socializing fatigue is definitely a side effect of pandemic it totally is because after the springfield plant signing or book signing i was dead for like three or four days like immediately it was just really? like oh my god yeah so it's yeah i feel ya. okay so next basic plant <laughs> i'm just <laughs> we can't have three we gotta have some more <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do Oh, uh, Aglionemas. I love... Oh! I don't have any right now. Mm-hmm. But okay. on my on my desk back in Illinois, I had, like, the... Is it Pink Dragon? It was, like, or the red Aglionema. Mm-hmm. Um, but the leaves were, like, red and green. 
Yeah. Honestly, and the stems were like bright pink. It grew so well in like Ooh, being five feet from a north window in my office. So mm-hmm. like not easy. too fussy. Yeah, mm-hmm. easy. So and you know, it's a good low light plant, low ish light plant, but it still grows mm-hmm. in a way that like gives you joy. Because like you ha- you can have like your Sansevieria, Dracaena, but like those aren't popping out leaves left and right. So like yeah. I get joy from seeing something like progress. Yeah, me too. Agileonema is like, it's a good one. Yeah. You know, another one that is like that is Diffenbachia. Yeah. Diffenbachia is, I. Oh, you don't like them? <laughs> no. I hate Diffenbachia. I have. No. I'll let you talk, though. <laughs> I have one, and it is so rewarding. It puts out new leaves. I'll have to take a picture and show you. There's like 10 new leaves coming in at once right now. The okay. stems bother me of those. Do they? They yeah. look so similar to I the Aglionema, though. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> okay, so Becca, go ahead. Sorry. What do you have against Diffenbachia? They're just, like, really hard. I always tell people not to get that. Like, literally, I'm like, that's so hard. Like, they're advertised as, like, a beginner easy plan, but I just have never found them to be easy. I don't know. But if you guys have, you know, maybe it's a me problem. I, I might be speaking too soon here on the easy part, but mine was in LECA for a really long time. And I literally just repotted it this past week and put it in some De La Tanks. And I'm wondering if it's going to have like regression now that I switched it to soil. Yeah. It was just getting too big and I didn't want to deal with, you know, the gigantic LECA plant, you know? Mm-hmm. So... We'll see. But the new leaves, the new foliage looks pretty good so far. So. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Bad move? I just, I've gotten a lot of DMs about that plant. Like, in the beginning, like, I'd get a lot of DMs like, what's happening to my plant? Like, why does it look like this? Blah, blah, blah. And it was all different <laughs> Bacchia and, like, Alocasia poly. Like, there was just, like, a few plants that oh, I saw yeah. all the time. Oh, and poly. it was Yeah, it was those ones. Yeah, so I don't know, but I I do agree with Aglionema. I'm sorry, Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, (laughs) well, here's one that I know that everyone's not going to like, but I have to say it. Fetonia. Fetonia. You will literally always be able to find a Fetonia at a box store or a nursery. Like, they're always there because they're beautiful. They are timeless. And they will teach okay. you how to take care of a plant. <laughs> They're good teachers. I just watched right. your, I just watched your Garfield Park Conservatory video where you, <laughs> where you're just like, the, whoever doesn't agree with this, <laughs> <laughs> they are beautiful. There's so, the veining is really pretty. It's the flop for me. It's the I know, but don't flop. you love a plant that tells you what it needs? And that's what a fetonia does. I mean, it like, really yeah. does. Bitch, I'm thirsty. Yeah. But she flops too freaking frequently. Like, hold on to some of that water, bitch. Hold it. How often do you have to water your... How often do you have to water it? At least once a week, right? No, in the huge pot that it's in, maybe, like, every 10 days. You could get a water globe. Yeah, that would be a good one for a water globe. Honestly, I don't water it very often, but that is because there's a lot of soil in the pot. But, like... You know, mm-hmm. 
regularly yeah maybe every five days which is which is a lot i'll admit for a house plant it's a it's a Mm -hmm. lot um but like you just will always know when it's thirsty and it will it just teaches you to remember to check on your plants i don't know i really love it for that purpose um i was actually thinking about doing like planting it in the ground outside my house here yeah like it wouldn't live it would be an annual obviously but like i was thinking of planting it just watching it like crawl and like do yes do you think it would be an annual or if you mulched over it do you think it'd come back (gasps) that's an experiment that's an experiment that's what i was just gonna say that i the reason that like maybe i should give fatonia another try because even if you do kill it like if you let it flop and Uh you don't water it for a while Usually, if you just, like, trim it back mm-hmm. to, like, the surface, it'll start sprouting in, which happened to yours, right, Becca? Yeah. 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 I just wasn't patient enough to keep tending to it while it regrew. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> um, it, I don't know. Maybe I can see, like, its hardiness. I don't know. I mean, it's a tropical plant. I don't know if it'd be hardy here. But the, um, what is that? Thala blah, 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 salum? Yeah. That that one is hardy. <laughs> thematophyllum. Yeah, thematophyllum. That one's hardy in I think a zone one up from mine. Am I in zone se- 6 or 5? I never I never remember. I think I'm in zone 6. Oh, 6A. It's hardy to zone 7, so it might be hardy here, so maybe that means that maybe a fetonia would work as a perennial. I have no idea, but I am going to try it. I want to do some sort of like shade. Yeah, I want to do some sort of, like, shade garden because there's a part of my house that is, like, heavy, heavy shade. So, um, I think that it would really like it. I'm going to try. Yeah, that's a cute I have, one. I have a, well, my black velvet died. Well, I thought it died, but it's like, you know, what do you call the little things on alocasias, the little nubbins? Corms. There you go. I call them tubers. Is that the same thing? Mm, I mean, I feel like they're kind of similar, you know, okay. but I don't really know. Don't come for me, alocasia people. Okay, yeah. Don't come <laughs> for me either, please. <laughs> um, my black velvet, and it had like a little, like a tiny little growth point on it. And I was like, I'm going to put this in a dark spot and I'm going to plant this in my garden. Because how amazing would it be if that actually took and I had some gigantic black velvet leaves? That yeah. would be amazing. Even if it's only... Even if it's only for one year, like I and I'm wondering, like if it did grow and it got big, if I could just pull it out of the ground and put it in a pot, and then mm-hmm. carefully bring it inside <laughs> and wait for the spider mites to come. You know, I think it'd be <laughs> yeah. a great experiment. I think it'd be great. Uh, so that's, that's my funny. project. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think that you you could at least dig it up every year and just store yeah. the bulb. Right. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, yeah. fun. I love this. I love the. I can't wait to like get updates on your guys' like outside planting with these house plants. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. We'll, we'll have to try it out and keep us updated on the PT. Yeah. Yeah. Another like common plant that I really like is a Dracaena mar- margarita. Is it margarita? Oh. Or any of the Dracaenas, but it's kind of like, they always look like Dr. Seuss plants to me. Very like skinny yeah. trunk. And Big like tough. spider plant vibes. Yeah. 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 
But yes. the one I have, I think Steve got it at IKEA, like when he first mm-hmm. moved here, and it's still like alive and thriving. And I think it's like it's a no fuss plant. Like sometimes I don't even water it for a whole month, and I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably give that water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still alive. Still, alive. we got one from IKEA, so I'm pretty sure that that's the same one, and it died. It's a nice structure, and like. You know, mm-hmm. a corner yeah. or something, a taller plant. Yeah. yeah. Nice structural vibes. Mm-hmm. Monstera Deliciosa, y'all. Monstera Deliciosa. Oh, my That's gosh. Mine. Yeah. How could we forget? Yeah. How do we wait until the end of the episode to mention that one? That's a good one. I know. You know, when, when we just... all first started plants, though, I could not find one of those locally and anywhere. They were I, popular. Did you guys have the same thing? They, I couldn't find I got one mine locally from... either. I no, bought I couldn't a cutting find it locally. from a store in Chinatown in New York and brought it back to Illinois on a train. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Because I couldn't find Monstera anywhere. That was in like 2018. I'm surprised yeah. you found one in New York too. I got mine from California. Now they're just everywhere. Uh, oh yeah. Well yeah, I've I've I bought one. No, my friend bought one, I think. A long, long time ago from a local nursery. They only had one. I think she bought it. Or maybe I bought it. I don't remember. One of us did. I ended up with it eventually. Uh, but before that, that's the only time I ever saw one in person for a very long time. But before that, I bought one from a friend. Um, like, not a friend. A person on Craigslist. And then um, another time, I stole a cutting before I knew that was unethical. <laughs> that's how I got mine. Yeah. Nice. Live and learn. That would be a fun episode. Plants that were really hard to find three years ago that are now in every store. Yeah. 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 That's oh, the only d- one I can think of, though. Speaking <laughs> of, did you guys see the Thai Constellation news from Costa Farms? Sure did. And they backpedaled on that one, didn't they? Yeah. Shoo. Now mm. I'm looking at my time being like, oh, someone needs a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, and but they did say they're gonna sell like a few mother plants or something. I don't remember. Why would they yeah, do like that? Four hundred. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I. I did you guys see that? I, I found out about it through Holly um, Concrete Botanicals TikTok. She made a TikTok video about it, like updating. So like she's speculating that they didn't realize that it would be a slow grower. Like, they thought it would grow faster mm-hmm. than it is, so now they're, like, having to backtrack, but I don't know. I saw someone post about it on either. Instagram, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but I was like, I didn't think that was going to happen. That's my initial thought. Too good to be true. But he, but here we are uh, in a capitalist society, and Cost of Arms is a big company, mm-hmm. so I honestly just don't trust. Like, I'm like, they know... they they. They're not going to put all the effort into this plant and then release it and drive prices down. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think this is calculated, but again, I don't really know. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. They they could be slow releasing to keep the um, interest, to keep the market mm-hmm. expensive yeah. so they don't have to drop the price. Even because though they marketed early on as we want to put this in everybody's hands at an affordable price. Yeah. And then they realize they get their money back. we can make they, they probably realize they can make millions off of this. Oh, on on this one plant for sure. Yeah. I mean, the plant stand here in, in Phoenix is 
Costa Farm supplies them. So every once in a while, they get like a Thai constellation or some of these like, you know, plants that Costa has been growing. But then they sell them for like the most insane amount. And part of me is like, is it Costa? That's like, is the cost of goods that Costa is charging you high? And then you're adding a little bit on that. Or like, is the plant stand awful? Because the plant stands awful. So I don't really know who's at fault here. But Mm. like a smaller Thai constellation than mine, they're selling for like... I can't even remember, but, like, somewhere between 500 and $1,000 for, like, a 12-inch pot of something, you know? Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is crazy. Mm. It is wild Honestly, to think I'll... that... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's... I was just... I was going to just say it's. it blows my mind because, like, I mean, I honestly don't even know what plants cost. Like, what's a good price for plants? You know, like when I sell my, my little cuttings on Instagram, I just say make an offer because I don't, one, I don't want to spend the time researching it. (laughs) And two, it's like, I, whatever this plant is worth to you, I guess, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's how I, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. It is, it is absolutely nuts. And like, that would be a fun episode topic too, talking about, um, how to know that you're getting a good price on a plant. Like how to research the market for plant prices because like I saw a plant a couple weekends ago that was my number one wish list plant at a local nursery well not my local but like local to that town it was fifteen hundred dollars and yeah yeah it was absolutely insane like at face value and like I was gonna buy it and then I saw the price and I was like oh god can't do that like there's literally no part of me that would be willing to do that but then I researched it when I got home and I realized that people are selling juvenile single leaf cuttings for $300. And this plant was mature. It had at least five to six leaves on it. And it was like, again, a mature plant with really good variegation. So I'm like, fuck yeah, it's a thousand dollars. Like that's the right price, you know? So it's like, it might seem shocking until you start Googling and like, looking around Mm -hmm. you know like that's actually a very good price for that plant but like is anybody gonna buy it i have no idea because they're gonna see that number and be like sticker shock yeah might i save up for it possibly (laughs) like after the greenhouse is built (laughs) maybe i'll save up listen someone listening to this podcast has to have a florida beauty like let's hook her up (laughs) (laughs) i would no but i would almost feel guilty like because they're yeah it's just one of those it's i honestly think it might be worth more than the monstera deliciosa at this point like the monstera Mm -hmm. or sorry the albo monstera like the The albo monstera it's like much more widely available at like a expensive price but it's still so expensive it is expensive. It's much more widely available, though. Like, you can definitely find someone online selling a cutting, like, for sure. But with this, like, mm-hmm. Florida Beauty, it was hard to find, like, people in the U.S. at least selling, like, a full plant, not a cutting, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like it might be the next album Monstera. May I, may I make that prediction? I feel like it might be. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. you heard it here, folks. I wonder how people price plants. Like, where does it start? Obviously, supply and demand obvi- that has a lot to do Listen, with it. But Nicole, this is going to be an episode. All right, don't get into it now. Just like <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm writing it down. It's going in the book. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. Let us know if like you're interested in, in the comments of today's 
post like what are you interested in in this whole conversation around plant prices we have actually had a a podcast episode idea talking about plant prices right um but we were always like "Eh, i don't know Eh, it always got every time it got brought up we were like this is this might go a direction we don't want it to go and we just steered cleared of the topic but i I think think it'd be good to talk about it yeah, I think that if Wait, we guys, made... Wait, guys, but don't you think we have influence over the market? So if we mention something, then people are going to flock to it. I mean, exactly. that'd be nice to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That'd be nice to think about, but... Yeah. I think if we do that episode, we need to have an outline. Yeah. yeah. Business Becky's... <laughs> my, my business hat's on. We need to stay focused. Yeah. Um, business Becky. Get it, get it down. Put it in the drive. Yeah, we need to have an outline so that we stay on track because we could easily just start ranting like for an hour about bullshit stuff that doesn't make any sense to anybody besides yeah. us because we're just chatting as friends. Honestly, I'm going to say it. 90% of the time, I forget that we're even recording. <laughs> I know. So Sometimes I. when I'm like editing the episode, I'm like, okay, I really probably should get these edited quicker so people can approve. Like if they say like, oh, I wish you wouldn't have kept that in. Because, like, sometimes we just, like, go off, you know? But If there's anything that... If there's anything that I say, I usually recognize it in that moment, and I'm like, cut that out. Yeah, you (laughs) do. Yeah, same. You know? Which doesn't happen very often. Yeah. There's been, like, a few times where I've listened back, and I was like, I hate that I said that. But also, it, like, forces us to be, like, absolutely authentic, because other than, like, Mm -hmm. removing, like body sounds i don't think there's really like, a lot that gets cut out of the podcast like... <laughs> no. becca yeah, running off uh becca running off the mic to poop yeah that was oh, a that good was topic my, this last so week that's that was authentic uh, and i did drop a load right when i hung up so. <laughs> oh man yeah i don't know i had like, to when I edit my YouTube videos, I, th- I overthink so much. I'm like, I don't want to sound contrived or I don't want to blah, blah, blah. But long form mm-hmm. podcasts, it's so different. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So going back a little bit to pricing, but not diving into it too far. I was pricing some Hoya that I was selling, rooted Hoya cuttings, that I was going to be selling at this swap as a vendor. Um, and I have a beautiful Hoya Wilbur Graves, and I took about five or six cuttings of it there. Mm. And Wilbur Graves is like, it's it's a it's a sought after Hoya, or sought after Hoya, but maybe less so now than it used to be. It's so, a little bit unicorn, though, isn't it? Yeah, and mine is just so pretty. I'm not trying to brag on my plants, but it, these cuttings were so amazing. And <laughs> uh, but it was tricky to figure out a price. Because, like, I wanted to price it at, like, an accessible price for people who were going to be there. But I didn't want to price it so low that people would buy, like, multiples and then resell. Because I've had that happen in local Facebook groups where I've sold a Hoya and they literally flipped it the next day. Well, not the day. The week. In the same cup with my De La Tank soil for, like, 150 more than what I sold it to them. (gasps) Shut up. Because I was just trying to be nice. Yeah. It was infuriating. So it kind of, like, made me want to stop doing that. So... It's like a tricky balance, but a lot of people came by my stand and, you know, they all were Hoya heads, so they probably had most of them and no one really wanted that much. But they did make a lot of comments like, these prices are really great and like, holy crap, your leaves are huge. Like, how do you do this? So that made me feel good. But it's just Mm -hmm. like, 
it feels weird because I didn't buy that Hoya for that. I've cared for it and I've grown it out, but I didn't buy it for that much. But that's mm-hmm. kind of like where it's selling at now. Yeah. Yeah. And which if you try is, to sell it for what that... you bought it, which you yeah, sell it for what you fair. bought it at, like then people are going to do what people did to me before, which is buy it at a really low price and then flip it in the mm-hmm. same group you sold it to them in. Yeah, the next that's real week. shitty. Honestly, I feel like. Like, I don't know how you could keep someone accountable to this, but, like, having, like, a charge. <laughs> like, if you flip this in under 60 days, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. I get, like, a percentage of whatever you sold it for, which, like, I have no idea how you would... I don't even know if it's possible to implement that, but that is such a... Yeah. That's so annoying. And that happens, like, in more things than just plants. Like, I was a state oh, yeah. so... I was a stage sale shopping like a couple years ago and there was this beautiful like mid-century dresser and they sold it it was an auction between me and someone else and the person ended up buying it I think for like maybe two three hundred dollars I don't remember but then they went and sold it for like eight hundred dollars on Facebook marketplace I literally saw it in the same week on Facebook marketplace for eight hundred dollars and it just felt so icky because I'm like that family really could have used that money number one or you know the estate like it just bothers me like certain things it's whatever like a dish or whatever thrift resellers doesn't always bother me sometimes it does but it's just like when you buy something from someone and then flip it immediately there are people add some value they make quite a living on buying and flipping Mm -hmm. like people that go into thrift stores and purchase things and then they have their own stores online and they resell yeah. stuff it's pretty yeah. wild like there's a yeah. few people i mean um i'm not fully felt, against it sometimes i am but i'm not fully against it but like with if they're like cleaning it up and making it look nice and maybe mm-hmm. fixing holes if it's clothes but if yeah. or if it's furniture they're refinishing it but if they're literally just taking it home and posting it online to sell it i'm like why yeah and it's the same with your plant like maybe if it had grew like a few extra leaves maybe that makes sense but like why anyway yeah sometimes if i like (laughs) give people like a really good deal on a hoya that i know would be a lot more expensive but i want to just like bless somebody i always say like when this grows out please make sure the first cutting you take you give Mm -hmm. to somebody else and like Mm -hmm. make their because like we pay it forward but some people just don't care yeah right well, it's kind of like, it's kind of the same concept, though, as NDAs. Like, when you think about it, if you work for a specific job and they make you sign an NDA, how are they going to know where you go and work next unless they're keeping tabs on you? Like, mm-hmm. really, how are they going to know, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, just make them sign an NDA <laughs> <laughs> when they buy from you on Facebook Marketplace. I wonder if there's been a small claims court about houseplants yet. I Ooh. bet there has. Oh, probably that's research. I don't know. That's an interesting conversation that we will dive into more in another epi. Yeah, I think we need to wrap this up. Yeah, I got to pick up my kid. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, and I hope that you enjoy some of these common plants that we all love as well. Um, I actually feel like a little bit energized and like wanting to go to the plant store and pick up a few just to like give it another yeah. go because yes. you know our our uh collections kind of morph through our hobby and i just mostly have hoya now and i kind of miss some of those like 
you know, green, lush, beautiful plants that we used to own mm-hmm. when we first started. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe that'll help you or make you feel like you need to go to the plant store too, which would be cool. But anyway, uh, head over to Instagram, uh, pot it together, and let us know in today's post some of the common plants that you also love. And also just, you know, give us a follow on that account. Why not? And uh, yeah, you can follow us individually on Instagram. Nicole is My Clean Leaves. Becca is De La Plants. And I am Not Dude. And is that all the housekeeping? See you next week. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>